Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Good morning, good morning. How's everybody today? Hello, everybody. I hope that everyone is surviving this world craziness and trying to create some kind of value through all this mess. So we have decided to shed light on a topic that I think everyone should tune into, which is the benefits of having mentors in your life. Yeah, the importance of mentors. So the by definition, the mentor is an experienced and trusted person or advisor. It can be any a lot of different things to a lot of different people. On the receiving end would be the protege or the student, the follower, whatever you want to call it. And that's the person who is guided and supported by this mentor. So you're open to accepting the training and counseling from this person. Yeah, there's different name for the uh, so-called protege, mentee, uh, follower, disciple. Depends on which context. Student. Student. Pupil. Pupil. It depends on which context. It, context. It is a uh, refer at, but. Um, a few, pur- uh, gen- a few purpose, exactly? Yeah, purposes. Purposes, yes, definitely. Of what uh, the mentor and protege or mentee uh, relation. Uh, basically, um, the role of the mentor is to point, basically to point toward an, ide- an idol. Ideal. Ideal, yes. Not an idol, an ideal. An ideal, yeah. Yeah, that's a big difference. The idol is the... the American Idol. They want you to go to American Idol. Okay, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that's one of the points. And the other one is the most... And they they do it. uh, It's going to be the most effective means um, of his achievement. Uh, And meanwhile, the, uh, the, the protege strives to realize that's ideal. Uh, on a better, in a better way than the uh, mentor will expect or will do it. So there's some kind of expectation in that in, in that sense. Yeah, it's a shared relationship, and the mentor has a responsibility with, um, by example and teachings, to encourage the protege to continue their progress and overcome any of your natural tendencies. Like mm. some people might have complacency. Oh, this is good enough, or to get over their fear or laziness, arrogance, whatever, you know. Um, yeah, the, basically the, uh, the the mind too. They said the human art, but the, 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 mind, the mind too. Because the mind is a powerful yeah. thing. It's a powerful thing to waste, and it can also be, um, mm. you know, a place that fills, that's filled with a lot of unnecessary thoughts that will inhibit progress. Um And when a protege or a mentee uh, utilizes the mentor spirit in this way, um, the protege can grow and develop beyond what they believe they can. So getting past your own Mm. labeled limitations, which we've all done in the past, if you've had a teacher or anything else in anything, whether it be academically or in the arts, anything like that. Yeah, that's true. And um, another uh, importance, what the mentor do, is uh, they help you perceive your weaknesses. And uh, uh, another um, thing they do is they confront uh, uh, them with courage. Basically, you realize your weaknesses, they help you realize them, perceive them, and to overcome them and give you courage to do that. So they're cheerleaders, but with a realistic outlook yeah. on who you are as the protege or student or disciple, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yes. Yeah. And, and like you mentioned, of course, is that the uh, they, they want their desire is that the protege uh, surpass the uh, mentor, which, oh, is, which is difficult, uh, definitely. It is, but it's not impossible, and that's why... That's what it is. But if it's difficult for the mentor, then they're not truly a mentor. True, true. The mentor, I know, having been in the teaching world for 10 years, that it was the greatest joy when I saw a student 
be able to play a piano piece better than me. Yeah. I was like, okay, time to graduate. You got to get a different teacher now. Yeah. That's you a know. good point. Yeah. A, a fantastic feeling. And then the, uh, the crucial moment, right? That's another moment. Another yeah. Thing. So when a, when a, a student or a protege is at a crossroads in a time where you don't know what to do, this, that, or the other thing. I had students that didn't know if they should stay with me or move on. And I was always the one that was like, you've got to go. Mm. So, and using, they'll take that example and pay it forward. So if they're in a position to where, the one thing I will never do is inhibit someone from progressing at anything. If I know that I'm holding something back, then you got to go. So it, it, but as the mentor, it's important to help that protege take the steps necessary to get their breakthrough and be the best that they can be. And it, it's not always unicorns and rainbows. The, the mentor has to sometimes put down cold, hard facts. You know, I've had students cry in front of me and I, I can't help it. I'm not going to lie to them and tell them one thing when it really is another. So they need the truth and if they truly want to progress. If you want to be complimented, that's a whole other relationship. Mm -hmm. But if it's someone who truly wants to succeed, then you need a mentor telling you the truth. Yeah, and you got to accept that truth and trust that it's the truth. Mm -hmm. So um, mentor and protege is... Uh, the good part about this, this topic is that you can be either one of the two. And sometimes you, I found myself into a situation where I was the mentor. And sometimes I found myself in the situation that I was the protege. Or I put myself into a situation where I wanted to be the mentor or I was asked for. And then the other situation where I became the protege where I said, okay, this is a good person to follow or to get at as an example that would improve my life and improve my uh, craft. So... Um, now what type of mentors? There yeah, there's, there's several types. I there's mean, several types, it, yeah. It's not just, you don't have just one. I don't believe you have one mentor in your life that there's no one person that yeah. can encompass everything and all of your desires and every facet of your life. So the ones that, um, here's a few examples of types of mentors. There's the, the mentor that's a master at his or her craft. So that could be, uh, the math professor or the uh, the music professor or a performer that that the the uh, the protege admires. You know, for me it's Ella Fitzgerald. There's Eddie Daniels. Um, you know, spiritually speaking, you know, there's several of those. But the, the number one being Daisaku Ikeda. In a science world, there's you know Albert Einstein, Stephen Hawking. So it's anyone who, with their knowledge is such a master at what they do that you can just either learn by observation. You don't even need to meet them. True. You just learn by their work, their body of work that they leave behind. Yeah, it's true because uh, usually it's definitely mentors that most of the case we never met uh, and and that we uh, choose based on what they, re they achieved. So usually it's use achievement when it's concerned the master of his of the of in craft uh, basically mentor in a cra in a specific craft like you say uh, whether it's yeah, yeah whether it's a, a, a it's a science or whether it's other uh, uh, part but it can also be you know for me i had a handful of college professors that were that primarily my two of my vocal instructors you know that were masters of their craft, but we also knew each other very intimately and they needed to, in order to be a good mentor, I had to be a good protege and be open. That's part of it too. When you have that kind of relationship is that you are emotionally open to it because that's when you open up, that's how you're going to grow. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, uh, for me, same thing. Uh, some, some of those mentors that I have, I met them and some I did not. And, uh, it depends which uh, which we uh, topic we're talking about, but from for me, it's mainly the uh, the music and some uh, are dead. Miles Davis and uh, uh, Jimi Hendrix and people like this, Ma uh, 
Nelson Mandela, that's another big one too, because uh, that's master of their craft, of what they did. And so for me, it was very important to, uh, uh, to connect with them. And some I don't even want to meet. Uh, I don't need to if they are still alive, because I hear what they did, or accomplish, or read about them. So, but they're definitely master of their craft, and uh, it's close to perfection for sure. So it's always good to have one or two like this, right, Beth? Yeah, for sure. Another type is a someone who's like a champion of your cause. That can be someone who has always got your back, and not necessarily someone who's teaching a craft to you. This can be someone like an artist's manager or even on a more of a day-to-day -day scale is like your fitness trainer. If you have a fitness trainer or a workout partner. So it's basically some it's to obtain a goal, right? It's basically a mentor to attain a goal. Yeah. They think they're, they're more than just like a booster and, but they can also introduce you to new ideas as well. And you know? new people too. Oh well, yeah, of course. Definitely. You know, yeah, there's our champion of your of the. We we decide. Yeah, to someone come. who believes yeah. in in you and what you're doing. Could be a friend too, no? Mm -hmm. As well, your fans. If you have fans or followers, right? If you let's say you're an influencer, and you and you and you report a product, and you have all those people giving you feedback. No, I mean yeah, could I, I guess I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, it could be that, but they they, they support what you're doing. Is that what you're saying, basically? Yeah. Yeah. They support what you're doing. And uh, the other one, another one is a, a co-pilot. So that could be a partner, correct? Yeah, that's yeah. like a, your counterpart of a support or somebody who's, you have a common thing, something that you're doing uh, collectively, like like a workout partner, I think, or maybe a teammate on a sports team. Yes. Or if anybody is a, a college student or any kind of student, your study buddy, you know? Someone that is going to hold you accountable. What about somebody who has a, what about somebody, Tracy, who has the same goal as you? Could that be considered uh, somehow as a mentor because they, you feel that with them you, you could attain that, that goal? Well, it, sure. I don't see why not. Um, because if they wouldn't be in the co-relationship if they didn't believe that you were an equal counterpart or better. Mm. Yeah. So... Definitely. And last one, uh, I know there's another one that, yes, the uh, anchor. Mm -hmm. Now that's an important one too, because uh, somehow the anchor it keeps you, the overall, the best interest in your mind. It, it, no, it, no, sorry, it keeps your interest in mind, which is this stay focused on your interest. And yeah, helping um, you keep yeah. your priorities straight. For sure. You know, I can think of that being my dad. Yeah. You know, Achieving work-life balance, I don't know so much about that because dad was so much about work. But you never lose sight of your values. And uh, that can be, you know, a sibling or a parent. In my case, my dad, I think, for the most part, um, even a best friend or your your partner, whether it's a husband or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. I think that it's anybody who, who keeps you anchored. You know how you hear people say... Um, Oh, she's my rock or he's my rock. That's oh, yes. the anchor, you That's know, and I think a lot of best friends can be that way too. But when you have a problem, yeah, you call that person, mm -hmm. or you definitely takes that person and, and get in touch right away. And we have those default. We have those default. If we catch ourselves, we have default. I have default. Like, oh, I'm going to call that person. Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about something like this. But definitely this, the anchor is the person that no matter where you stray, no, uh, sorry, even if you stray or no matter what you're thinking or if you your mind get crowded or anything, they're going to anchor you mm -hmm. uh, and get you slightly back or in, fully They're going to pop you upside yeah. the head and wake you up. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Now, here's an interesting one, the reverse mentor. So that's the mentee or the protege becoming the mentor. And I have to use the example of students in a classroom. And for me, that whole teaching experience in a classroom, it was about me and not about them. I learned, they taught me more about myself than I think I could ever teach them about an instrument or about music. I mean, it's because it's all about interpersonal stuff, you know, and you, you 
It's incredible for anybody who's ever taught or if you're thinking about teaching, do it. You're going to pass on way more because you're going to learn way more from them. Yeah, I notice as well when you teach, when you're a mentor to somebody and you focus on one to- on the topic uh, that you choose or they choose, but usually that's the protege that comes and asks you uh, to help. I notice that you definitely, I improve myself and finalize and get detail-oriented because I catch myself in the thought saying, oh, wow, actually, I never thought doing it this way. But when you teach, you found a new road or you have to mm-hmm. find a road to teach it. You have yeah? to listen to your kids. And I've never liked the phrase, children should be seen and not heard because children are people. Do yeah. you think an 11-year-old doesn't know what the hell's going on more with technology than you? <laughs> I mean, give me a break. They're relevant. Yeah. You know, I, I I have had to ask students in the past, like, how do I do this? How do I do that? And it, it's incredible what they can pass on, but they have feelings too, and they write good music, and they, you know, write good stories, and you have to listen to your protege, if you want to grow as a mentor. It's a relationship. It's not one-sided. And another part of the reverse mentor that I like is, for example, you read something or you hear something, somebody, you know, that achieves something incredible, like when I listened to Michael Phelps. And, and for example, I I was watching this 10 tips he gives on how to be great. And I listened to that, and then somehow I found myself wanting to tell it to somebody else. So it gives, it takes a lot. I, I was the mentee because I was listening to Michael Phelps, and then suddenly I want to pass it on to somebody else. Yeah, it's cyclical. Yeah, it's yep. cyclical, definitely. And when you pass it on to somebody else, then that's at that moment that you really grasp. You and they know might if you, do the same thing. Yeah, and, and that's at that moment that you really know if you grasp what the mentor you know, taught you. So so definitely you can see, as I was saying, that you can be the mentor or you can be the mentee, the protege, and you can switch on a daily basis or on a week basis, month, or but sometimes you can switch. It depends on the situation. So it's definitely interesting to be both. So let's now talk about some benefits or the gains of having mentors in your life. And I think that um, I mean, they're pretty no-brainers to me. Yeah, you know, to me too. Because yeah. no, no man or woman is an island. We know that. Yeah, we're all interconnected. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, number one, they will support you after a setback. Yeah. <laughs> so you can tank in a performance. You can <laughs> tank in a contest. You can fail the test, whatever the case hide. may be. You can hide You can do from your setback. Hide. You can do whatever yeah. you want after a setback, but that... Yeah. that mentor is going to be in your face and be your biggest cheerleader and look at what you did wrong, what you can improve on and help to motivate you to get you to know that that's only temporary. That can be overcome. Yes, definitely. Or they're going to raise question and tell you, well, but you don't know what this is going to lead for. They're going to bring hope back to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are going to uh, give you the details, the missing part of the uh, of the situation, uh, uh, where well, it's a setback, fine. But wait, wait a minute. Who knows what's gonna happen? Remember what happened to us with that one of the performances when out of the, out of the bad. Oh, the I, sound debacle. Yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. I ask why are we why why this happened? And that's where uh, one of my uh, good friend mentor Michael told me, well, you don't know what's gonna come out out of that. And see, right away, it was switching from negativity to positivity because when you found yourself in that situation, a setback, usually negative. Oh, your mind is going to take over and you're like, why me? And then you become a victim and then you're like, I should have done this, should have, could have, should have, would have type deal. And then you start beating yourself up. So they see things and help you look at the successes that within that given moment. Correct. They give you a heads up as well. And, and, And they're going to talk to you about the future and get you out of that feeling. That's what it is. They get you out of that feeling. Um, another one that's important is they believe in you more than you do. Now, that, uh, if you have never experienced that, it's really uh, interesting. Because um, I think if you found a mentor that, that know what's possible for you, 
uh, and you don't know uh, because they can see your true potential uh, and because they believe so much in you. Um, that, that, that is an incredible feeling because it gives you such a boost, such a, uh, brings your energy up and it's, it's incredible. That happened with me with weight training, with my fitness trainer, oh, wow. David, David yeah. Hodge. And I was like, Ugh, I'm never going to be able to bench press that. And he's like, uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. And it was just week by week encouragement. And then I got to the point where I was bench pressing at that weight that I wanted to. And I was like, oh, man. I mean, that that's a great example for me personally. Yeah, that's a very important thing that uh, uh, on the, on this, if they believe more than you, is probably because they already set up some goal for you they set that up you're goals, not aware. Yeah. And they also have the knowledge about what it is that you're trying to do. If it's brand new to you, he's been doing this for years. Yeah, that's true. And so he's like, I know the anatomy. I know the kinesiology of this. In an X amount of time, according to my calculations, you're going to be lifting this. And now, he was right. Yeah, and, and, and now th- this first two points, the setback and believing more uh, in in you that you do is usually, of course, for mentors that you you are connected f- with them uh, on a regular basis, uh, like Tracy said. So yes, and, and the other thing that they are good at, and that's why it's important, is your they boost your self belief because mm-hmm. that's what's happening when you don't believe in yourself. And the word believe, you know, it's it's definitely a powerful word. So. They are able to pump you up so much that they, you regain that belief system and on uh, you. That's why it's almost like getting rid of the fog in your brain. Yeah. To clear it up. Yeah. And go. Yeah. 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 You got to see this path that I have for you. Yeah. Another one is they give you honest feedback, hmm. and you know, Robert Edwards, my last vocal instructor who retired unfortunately was never a guy to give compliments so I knew when he did it was something good and he would say at times you can improve on this you know up in the alt voice like really high crazy stuff and sometimes it would hurt but he would give me the honesty and say this is what you need to be doing and you need that honesty because it's so easy to be praised. Yeah. Anybody Yourself. can say, oh, it was amazing. My kid's amazing. And it's like, well, you know, if you're going to be a good mentor, you got to tell some truths. Say, lady, yeah. your kid don't have the talent. It's not there. Yeah. You're going to have to work 10 million times harder than my other student. You know, it's it, you've got to be honest if you want people to succeed. And you got to be honest with yourself. And... I think that that point, giving back feedbacks uh, that a mentor can give, uh, that honestly give you feedback. I think it's it creates a lot of uh, uh, emotion and and, and get re- a rise to a lot of uh, appreciation. How, do you have appreciation um, uh, to uh, yeah appreciate what the mentor is saying? Do you have the strength? To accept what the feedbacks are, the the reality of those of those feedbacks, having the mentor in that case concerning giving feedbacks is like a mirror. Now you know we we can't see our own eyebrow eyebrows, so we need a mirror to to be able to see them. But we carry those eyebrows with us all the time, but we can't see them. So you can't see it unless you go in front of a mirror. And the same with your weaknesses. The same of Improving your life, a way to improve your life. And was this good? Was this bad? Can I do better here? You see that in gymnastics all the time or in sports, of course. You know, a lot of uh, that that happens on a daily basis because these people have to do that. And it's important that you accept what the mentor says. And not only the negative feedback or things that need to improve. You have to believe when they're telling you something that that is good that you have to believe that honest feedback, like that was awesome. Because sometimes you'll do something and you don't feel it's that awesome because of where your life condition is at the time. And then you'll have a mentor, whether it's a a professor or whatever the case may be, say that was amazing. You have to believe that coming from that person. If you respect that person, respect their opinion. Yeah, and that, 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 
that concept of mirror is exactly what the mirror in, in your bathroom or in your living room, that's what the mirror, it gives you the straight image as it is. So the, 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 a good mentor will give you the, the, the straight image like it is with the good and the bad. Now it's up to you to, like Tracy said, to raise your life condition, raise your mental game to be able to accept it and say, if I believe in that, it will happen. Uh, another one, number four, they help clarify your situation. If you're lost, confused, something like that, or you figuring out where to go and you think like you can't do it on your own, they help you get out of your head. That's for sure. And just talking you down off the ledge, so to speak. Yeah, know? they assess the situation where you're in exactly at the moment where you are. And um, nothing to do with what was right or was wrong, but maybe more about... Uh, looking at the situation by itself, especially you if you are lost or confused, like we said on the, the, the first point, the setback, you're not going to see clarity. So they're going to be able to uh, look at the at the fact clearly in the, situ, in the situation. And when you trust that person, you'll listen to that person. Yeah. That's for sure. And it, it, it's always a benefit is getting you out of your head. That's another thing, right? We talk about the mind, babe. There's something about the, the fact that the mind's is, is clouded your judgment and the, the, how your situation. But so you, basically the eyes of the mentor because become your own eyes. Yeah, they're like, they're like a psychiatrist yeah. too. It's a lot of counseling involved in being a mentor like that, for sure. So you believe that, that a, 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 a psychiatric, uh, no, a, a shrink, it could be a kind of a mentoring. Oh, yes. Yes. For sure. If you, you take know. it, yeah, definitely. Uh, number five. Yes. They can help motivate you and inspire you to take action, whatever action it is for you, to get you back on track. Yeah. That's and, and they, uh, when you're making all kinds of excuses, you know, I can because of this, or I don't think I have the ability or whatever, they wake you up. Yeah. They, they don't let you get stuck in your head and they'll, Find the words to inspire you to take the action. I've seen it. It's happened to me millions of times on the receiving end and on the giving end where you get people back on track and find something that will spark them. Maybe do something they can do to help mm. the motivation. You know, something they, in that moment where they can succeed at playing that piece or, you know, doing that math problem or whatever it is. And you go, see, you did it. And then that is the catalyst that can help motivate someone. Yeah, and another point of that uh, particular uh, situation is that they motivate you. And so if they motivate you, it's certainly going to be involving speaking so or writing, but words. So pay attention. It's important to pay attention to the words or maybe recording it or having it written down so you can come back on a daily basis, I do that all the time. I write it, or I, or I read it, or I cut it, or I take a pictures, but I come back. Sometimes, some some sentence from mentors, uh, from my mentors, uh, 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 especially spiritually, I read it over and over and over again. So, um, as well, they get you out of the excuse, because right? you make excuse to not realize your dream. Oh, no, I can't do that, or today. I mean, you know, trust the, the excuse that we found ourselves in. No, I don't want to do that. I'm not. I'm not good enough. And they they talk to you out. That's like kind of like a, they talk to you out. They're like a seller, right? They sell you the good things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, 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 they talk you out they, of it. They talk you out of mm -hmm. it. And when you feel lost, for example, and you and, uh, and and definitely they get you out. And 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 basically they're gonna do it in the now. That's why it's important. Pick up the the phone, text, get right away when it's fresh, when the situation is fresh. Mm -hmm. So. And again, though, w even with regard to all of these, even if you if it's not a one-on-one -on -one relationship and it's just something where you've never met the person and you're learning from their past work, because of their internal, you, that can still be conveyed and transmitted to you simply by observation yeah. and what their intention is behind their work. I think that's why the, great, the greatest scientists of the world are still talked about today. Sir Isaac Newton, yeah. you know, Albert Einstein, we... Uh, 
Nikola Tesla. You know, we could go on and on and on about that. But yeah, because those mentor, they 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 are instead of being focusing on one spe- speci- specific point, a small point, they give something that's so broad that touch so many people, and that's why mentors uh, studying a mentor is a very interesting. Uh, uh, things to do in order to understand all the the point that we are giving you right now. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to understand that a mentor, it could be a journalist or somebody uh, uh, that, for example, when I go on YouTube and I want to get uh, my information uh, from 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 different uh, uh, journalists or reporter, I, I I tend to go from one reporter or two or three because I've seen their work over and over and the way they speak. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna trust that guy. Like. Like, uh, for example, Don Lemon is somebody that I definitely uh, uh, um, uh, rely on when it comes to, or Anderson Cooper, or people like this. You know, I learned that from the, the repetition of saying the clarity that they gave to me objectively of the concept. So, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. a good one. Uh, they motivate you and inspire you to take action. And another point, they can give you like a map and guide you. Mm. So they'll, they can map things out for you. And I kind of relate this to maybe a a guidance counselor in school or a career counselor in college where you usually meet with them and they say, you know, where are you headed? What do you want to do? Oh, you're pre-med. Here's the, you know, the plan to get you where you need to go. And, uh, through all of my major changes, uh, and ended up with music, it's like your vocal uh, instructor coming up with your recital plan and guiding you through because it's it's very grueling, and that's something that would be very difficult to do alone. So you're saying that certain situation it is mandatory that you have counseling, counseling. Oh, oh I think so. because yeah. oh. you can't do it by yourself. There's yeah. no way, you know, a 19 or 20 year old is going to be able to plan their own recital. It's far too much to take on. Yeah, it, it makes me think, like when I watch tennis player, okay, tennis is something you look at it and they're like, okay, they're doing that gesture with the, with hitting the ball 200 times an, mm-hmm. uh, for an hour. And yet there's still one person watching that right hand, for example, and they said, no, you could raise maybe five inches taking the ball higher or hitting the ball a little bit, maybe a foot forward. You're like, man, this guy's been doing it for uh, 10 years and still there's a guy after 10 years that's telling you, no, you can improve that. Oh, he hasn't met me though. He'd say, I'm sorry, ma'am, there's nothing we can do. (laughs) Yeah, me and the tennis, not so much. Oh, I can't help you with that. not so much. uh, But definitely, so he gives you maps and and, and he guides you. And that's... Yeah, and you know... He breaks it down basically for you. Yeah, and it's just because... Like uh, back to the recital thing, when you're taking on a one hour program in seven languages and you like this piece, you want to do it. And your mentor, your instructor says, this is not suitable for you. Yeah. So if you had done it on your own and said, oh, I want to do this piece and it's not suitable for your voice type, it's it's not going to be good. So it's important just because you like it doesn't mean it's the right thing. So I think it's taking in their their advice and their guidance, digesting it and having trust that what they're trying to tell you is the right thing. Ultimately, you do have your final decision, but you learn by someone else's successes. And remember when you're talking to a mentor too, and that happens to me many times, uh, I, if I didn't know where I wanted to go, they knew where I wanted to go. And they, they, they helped me, they directly helped me how to get there. But the key, again, one more time, the key is the trust. The trust. That is going to be the main component of the relationship between uh, you and your mentors. Mm -hmm. That's what it is, the trust. Do you, at that moment, do you believe? Are you enough? Can we say that? Are you enough desperate? No, not desperate. Uh, Desperate. Desperate. Are you enough desperate? Yeah, are you desperate enough? Desperate enough to believe what they're going to tell you. So uh, when you are in that kind of situation, and it's definitely bad, you know you're going to listen. Yeah, bring the ego down and, and take a listen to someone like that. Definitely. So that leads us to the next point. They teach you from their experience again. 
You can learn by example as a protege. You watch, you absorb. A lot of artists learn this way. I've studied Ella Fitzgerald since I was a child and nobody, she is the scat queen. Nobody's going to ever be able to touch her. And you have to study yeah, and yeah. look at the experience. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take it back to um, a sax player friend who said, you know, I'm not a teacher by any means. I just pass on my knowledge and my experience. And he's played with a lot of major, huge rock bands. So he, uh, that's exactly what he does. It's not like, you know, you got this certain technique of teaching and you've studied how education, blah, blah, blah. No, he's just passing on the knowledge. And that is a good mentor. You'll learn a lot from someone who has practical experience in Definitely. whatever given field. Yeah, and another way too is because of the experiences they bring through it. Um, and you know that because when you, we all, like I said, we all found ourselves in a situation of giving suggestion or mentoring somebody uh, officially or non-officially. From that experience, they're going to find the right words to tell you how to do it. They're going to narrow it to their own experience and they're going to give you uh, uh, what they did uh, and how they did it. And it's up to you to grab it. That's why I think, again, paying attention to the words, uh, it's, it's incredible. They'll mm -hmm. teach you. They'll oh, teach you. Sure. They'll teach you. And they can teach by their actions. And they can teach yeah. by their actions. I, I know that in music because some, some mentor that I never met, uh, uh, I listen to interview. And in interview, when they open up or their story, uh, I'm like, oh, wow, really? I didn't know that person went through that. And so I dig a little bit more. Or it could be a generality or it could be a, a precise uh, uh, situation where I found myself and I said, okay, this got to be different mentor. Sometimes, another point too, is sometimes I found the, the answer of a situation that I'm in with somebody that I, will, I will never expected that? that I would never expected that that person went through or like, wow, actually that person is not a teacher but they give me the key to unlock my situation. Mm -hmm. I have something. Here's a quote here I have to read. Oh, cool. Quote. If I have seen further, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. End quote. That's Sir Isaac Newton. Wow. That's a good one. I tip my hat, indeed. So learn by someone else's experience. Even it Sir Isaac Newton. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? Number eight, they will ask you powerful questions. Uh -huh. Again, this can either be someone intimately in your life or from afar, like Fabrice said about an interview. That question can be asked on, you're watching something on TV, like those Dan Rather interviews, amazing. Of course, oh. he's amazing. And that, might, that question might hit you, and you have to dig for an answer. So they're going to ask you questions that you where you're going to have to dig and... Listen to yourself, listen to your heart and your intuition. Yes, the conceptual, uh, 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 the concept of mentor and protege, it's, it's very interesting because Socrates said that the most powerful thing in life is to ask questions. So when you ask questions, you want to know. You're making an effort, you're making a cause to learn something. So the questions is definitely a way to learn something. But if you, if the mentor asks you question, and that's how you define if a mentor is good for you or not, is they interested? They are interested by asking you questions. Now, if you duck the questions, is how we say, you just put the question on the side and not answering naturally and answering strongly and sincerely, what's going to happen is you're going to miss an opportunity to connect with a mentor, to connect with somebody that could maybe help you in that situation. So they ask questions. They, They're going they ask, to ask powerful, yeah. they should, and they will ask powerful questions that only you can answer because it has to do with you. Yeah. So it's not that there's a right or wrong answer, but that's why you have to listen intently to yourselves. To your heart as well. Yeah. Yeah. What is your intuition telling you? Yeah. That's going to be the strongest indicator is your intuition in your heart. So 
And you have to sit with these questions sometimes. That's why. You know? That's why the, the, the question mark definitely concerning the mentor and disciple is another key like trust. I can't uh, say it enough that trust is important, but the question. And we know that sometimes when we're in a situation that is neg a negative situation, we don't want to reach out. We don't want to uh, um, ask the question. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or sometimes we don't know what question to ask. And again, let's be sincere. So that relationship between... Uh, the mentor and the protégé has to be sincere. And mm -hmm. that's where you know when a mentor is good for you. I'm talking about when you know that person or when you're in contact. Now, if it's somebody that is from YouTube or from uh, uh, another part of uh, the world or, or, or something else, then that's quite different. But again, you can really interview from them. And what is interview? Basically, it's very simple. They give you information by somebody who asks questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Uh, number nine, they are your role model. These people can serve as role models. Yeah. Someone that you look up to that you can model and copy and learn from. What is it that they are telling you where you want to be like them in a positive light? Not just because they have cute shoes or a nice bag. I'm talking about values that can permeate the world in a positive direction. Yeah, the, the, the role model is just too powerful world. Role, I mean, you play a role. They have an essential role uh, to lead you to victory. It's a responsibility. Yes, it's our. You know? And I, don't th yeah. I think some of the greatest mentors don't start out with that intention. You know, I have to use Michelle Obama as an example. Yeah. You know, you talk about role model. Gee, she could have, she's got so much she could sell it. I mean, she's an amazing person who has stand, has stood up for young people and, you know, trying to revolutionize the way young kids eat and just women's place in the communities. And she's just, I don't know, I miss her. <laughs> well, another part about the when you look at the two words, role model is like model. They have a model that they created with their life. And you have a model. I have a model. That I create with my own life. That's what is mine. My DNA is my model. My, my what I accomplish. My music, Gypsy Billy, uh, our music is definitely something that is our model. So if somebody will come to me and said, "Well, about Gypsy Billy, well, how how do you got the idea?" And I know now because we're doing some interview, and so I have to answer those questions for the for this album. Uh, and why, where? How did you found that model? Well, that's not a model that I found. That's my model. That's our model. It fits for us. And so the role model is I'm not playing a role like it's true. It's So it's important. And then the other point I want to mention as well in those role models, which usually are high level or did something that they are well known, Martin, they always follow somebody before. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that, that role model? Okay, let's say, for example, Martin Luther King. Martin can follow Gandhi. So, look at this. A great that follow a great. Well, no. The great become great because you follow the great. Mm -hmm. So, pick, pick the, your mentors. And uh, again, it's not because they accomplish something big for the whole world that they are, uh, they, those are the only ones that are great. A neighbor could be somebody great in what the field that they're doing or the field that you need help with. So, But they make you feel that you can achieve the same thing. For sure. If, and you want to follow in their footsteps. Yeah. And, and another it's part. It's super encouraging. And another encouragement where I've, I found myself is that where is the limit? Usually, where is the limit? You think the limit is like, oh, I can't achieve that. That's why mentor change. You can change mentor all the time, depending on which goal you have. If your goal is huge, big gold, you're going to have to match that goal with a role model, a mentor, and somebody who's going to, who has at that expertise in that field. And expertise in that field and yeah. has and accomplished a goal that is that big. So definitely they, they have a blueprint, the blueprint, they left a blueprint that it could become your own and right. will fulfill your need. That leads, yeah, that's that's the, the next topic that they give you the tools that you need to reach your goals. They're not going to hand them to you physically, but you yes. can learn by the way they are doing it. 
that you can see how the, their outline or uh, how just watch their actions and how they dealt with it and tap into their technical knowledge. Yeah, and, and what's really important, I notice on a regular basis is the expression, you don't have to reinvent your, the wheel mm -hmm. because you just follow their footsteps. Do that. Look mm -hmm. at how they did it and follow into it. And that's it. The wheel, you know, the wheel of a car, W-H-E-E-L, uh, phonetically is as well uh, the will, W-I-L-L, -L, the will to do something and reinventing the will. No, 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 no. But it's still uh, phonetically that there's a relationship between that. You don't have to reinvent the will. And so they give you the tools uh, 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 of doing that. And they'll give you the specific tool. Like when I teach guitar, I have to give specific tool, uh, uh, whether it's a position of a fingers mm -hmm. or, or, or when I was learning something, I'm like, wow, I can't do that arpeggio. I can't do that one. Why? Well, because my thumb on the back was a little bit too too high. So when I play slide, I, when I learn slide, and my teacher was teaching me, and, and it's like it's so precise that I didn't know the position, the angle of the slide on the on the neck of the guitar was like, but he gave me specific. So they will give you tools, and they will draw some kind. They like mechanic, right? They have a toolbox with them. Of course. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Uh, how about this one? They can introduce you to new ideas. Mm. They can help you look at your your problem, and your problem is the biggest problem in the world, right? <laughs> yes. You know, they can make you look at your problems in a new way and help you find solutions that maybe you haven't thought about, you know? So a new perspective, you say. New perspective and broaden your narrow view. Yeah. You know, so that you can open yourself up to new ideas and experiences. So broaden your perspective. Mm -hmm. So trust and broaden your perspective mm -hmm. and and uh, and questions. These are see we we founding the point somehow that the ask question, trust, dedication, and um, what's the last one we just talked about? Uh, oh boy! <laughs> see, not enough coffee. <laughs> not enough coffee. <laughs> All right, and then the last two ones are. Well, they can connect you with amazing opportunities. Oh, so that's... that's for sure. If you've got a mentor that's an expert in their field and they want to share that field and pass it on, they're going to be excited for their protege to succeed like they have. So example, my uh, my last vocal teacher, Catherine Everly, in college said, you've got to join the Nats. you got to get in the Nats competition. So I was like, ugh. Okay, whatever, I'll do it. And it was very encouraging. And then I got excited about competing and it was really cool. And I ended up winning. So that was a good thing. So that I would never have known about it had she not told me about it and pushed me into that. Um, yeah, in the office too. I mean, when you're working, because we always talk about role model, but how about uh, somehow on the day-to-day -day, uh, thing, when you work in an office and you're next to somebody and you don't know how to resolve that problem with that uh, specific. So you could find yourself a technical, uh, like a nerd, right, Trace? Mm -hmm. A nerd in an office that knows how to resolve the problem with Excel or resolve the problem with it. And that person, somehow, every time you have that problem, you know directly uh, uh, they, will, they will help you with that. And, and I think about um, a situation where when we go to convention, Trace, or, or just just to even know about the convention. Someone yes. has had to tell you, you know, oh, you should go to this conference. You should go to this convention. You should check out. And that's what, when we're at these things, we do the same thing. You should go to yes. this booth. You know, you should da-da-da-da, you know. Yes, I noticed that when, when you go to, for example, NAM, you say, oh, have you checked that? Or have you checked that? And somehow this person, you act like a mentor. You're leading somebody uh, to... You experience something and you want to share that experience. And so they'll tell you, oh, just talk to that person. I mean, mm -hmm. that's a daily thing. Oh, just talk to him. Tell, tell them you come from me. And so that's what we do. We connect each other. And now we need more than ever connection. So they, the mentor, if you trust the mentor, and they will give, they need, give you an opportunity to boost uh, uh, your uh, entourage. Yeah, sure. the, uh, of course. And you're... Uh 
your skills as well. They might suggest uh, taking this class or learning this software or, you know, you need to meet this person. They're really good at this, you know. Yeah. So. And then the last one, the mentors can help you get access to resources you need. Yes. And it gets back kind of a little bit about the, uh, the toolbox when uh, they have definitely a Rolodex or they have a, a, a way to get you somewhere where you didn't expect to go. And the world of business, for sure, right? mainly. So I think we touched a little bit before on that. Um, but it's basically having someone to turn uh, your focus on helping uh, achieving your goals. Yeah, especially when you're on a downtime. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're at a downtime and you need to have somewhere to go, you know, it, it's crazy, like right now, since gigs are not happening, yeah. you know, it's been encouraging when you even watch what others are doing. You go, oh, yeah, I should do that, too. So, yeah. you know, there's there's always somebody who's going to help you turn something around. So basically what we what I, I realize now talking about that is that mentoring is happening on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Right. It's something that we we're not we're not aware of it. So that that situation that you found myself into uh, being a protege, and that's what I realized after explaining all that now. Uh, again, uh, is that I'm one minute I'm a protege, one minute I'm a mentor, and vice versa. It depends on what I, I do. I think the hats come yeah. on and off. Yeah, oh, the hats know? come on and off. If so. you you know, if you teach, or even if you have, if you're a friend, sometimes you'll be the yeah. mentor, sometimes you'll be the protege. It just depends on on what it is. So now that leads us to how do you find one of these people? <laughs> we'll start doing some homework. Whatever yeah. it is that you want, talk to your family and friends. They might be those people anyway. But if not, if you need someone like in the, oh, I need a good someone in the tech field to help me with learning this software. Who should I go to? Um, or I'm looking for, you know, a great, uh, someone to write a great bio for me or I need a life coach. Start doing some homework. Yes. You know, ask family and friends. Those can be your resources right there. Yeah, because the closer the person around you knows somebody. It's always I always amaze I'm always amazed about that concept that one person has an entourage and one person knows a person that knows mm-hmm. a person. And uh, everybody's got a guy who's got a guy. Yeah, and you Tr- know? Tracy always tell me that on a daily basis. Fabrice, the world is big. If this person doesn't work, there will be this person. <laughs> and I've always been encouraged every time she sees that. And she knows every time she told me that. I like, oh, yes, I forgot about it. But, uh, yeah, ask your friends and family. And that's usually your best way to find the mentors because they went through it and they need it. The other way is uh, we've, we found the expression, pound the pavement. Now, that is more when you're proactive on looking for one. So you shoot emails, you call people. Uh, uh, you know, you got you gotta take. It's more you gotta do more research, basically, and you gotta. Yeah, it's like like job searching. Yes. If you're looking, it's like mentor mentor searching. You can liken it to job searching. You know, just keep going. Maybe not Craigslist. I wouldn't recommend that. But you know, just. Uh, it's more of like your own personal research that way. You know, another part as well, how you found a mentor is usually by helping somebody. When you decide to help somebody, usually you realize that you're learning the job they're doing. And basically you are, I'm talking about many young people. Some, some don't know where to go because usually mentors is good at any age. But when you're young, oh man, if I didn't have the mentor that I had, I don't know how I will be end up, whether it's guitar teacher or, or, or role model in other uh, uh, topics uh, or friends or, or spiritual. But man, it's really interesting when you help somebody. Uh, it could be, you know, by work. You need work and you help somebody and you realize, oh, I'm discovering my vocation or I'm discovering something. But when you help... And you, you realize that by helping, you're going to get help. It's cause and effect. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, some of these mentors could be right in front of your face and you don't really realize oh, it. Oh, good point. You know, they could be right under your nose. So keep an open mind and don't, for, don't be afraid to ask for help. 
Now, another way, which is kind of popular right now, is just hiring someone, like a life coach yeah. type person. There's a lot of that out there. And some of them can be very good. You know, just do your research on that. Well, you pay for a shrink. You know, if you about it, if you go to see a, a therapist, a therapist yeah. but what's happening is that basically you pay somebody to open door for you. So why not using the same concept uh, into uh, 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 other other way, other part of your life? Like for us, uh, we're not really savvy or we're still struggling with social media. And so we talk to people. We have conversations for two hours or we get a consultation, a consultation, uh, how to... What, how can we improve our social media? What kind of uh, um, uh, tags we have to do? So you pay somebody and they'll give you straight up the answer. So that's all the, they probably are the way to find it, but these are the three ones that mm -hmm. basically we are. Uh, and so. I think a mentor, the basic difference between just a hired gun and a mentor is a mentor has a level of care that just for a paid service is not going to have. The paid service... I, that's the difference that that I have seen is that the mentor takes it several steps further and they actually care about the result and care about you as a person. Yeah, there's a, there's a, a great uh, Stephen. I found a quote from Steven Spielberg. He said, the, the quote, the delicate balance of mentoring someone is not creating them in your own image but giving them the opportunity to create themselves. That's exactly what it should be. So the, the, ment the mentor will be somebody that's going to take you under his wings or that's going to guide you towards the victory and basically is... In your way. In, yeah, it, they, they, that's where it's a great mentor. They're not going to mold you the way they are. They're going to respect who you are, how you operate, and how you... Uh, uh, get to the result and that takes a lot of uh, objectivity to say well uh, I want somebody that looks like me or, 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 or play like me or, or speak like me and that's a big difference between an impersonator <laughs> I'm just sorry to take that that thing but that uh, 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 example but you impersonator a mentor is not going to get you uh, to be an impersonator or, 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 or basically a copycat of, of him. It's going to be, they're going to lead you to great. So that, that quote of a, uh, of a Spielberg. And, and another one that I found as well, and I'm sorry it's only from artists, but I don't know why. Well, I, I gave Sir Isaac Newton, so. Yeah, I know, but I wasn't doing it. My inner nerd came out. It was another one. It was a, a couple one from, uh, the, the first one was from Phil Collins that I found that was really interesting. A, a very short one is, in learning, we, you will teach, and in teaching, you will learn. Quote, mm -hmm. I, I, I say it again. It's, in learning, you will teach, right? And in teaching, you will learn. That's why I said earlier, you know, I learned more about myself with teaching. I'm sure they got, you know, lessons out of it. But And now you know why we, as well, we're doing those, 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 uh, those podcasts. Because during the, in order to put those podcasts together, it, it takes a, a, amount of, a certain amount of self-reflecting, a certain amount of, uh, of research. The other one is from Denzel Washington. Uh, I thought that one was... Uh, uh, appropriate to it's a quote uh, show me a successful individual and i'll show you someone who had real positive influence on his or her life he says i don't care what you do for a living if you do it well i'm sure there was someone cheering on cheering you on or showing the way basically a mentor. So you, you can see that he is saying, if you're successful, you know there's mentor, uh, 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 a mentor behind you or a role model. That's what Sir Isaac Newton said. Yeah, definitely. If I've seen further, it's, it's by standing on the shoulders of giants. Yeah. So it's the same thing. So yeah. shall we get to our fun fact? Yes. Did you know there's only one letter that doesn't appear in any U.S. state name. Do you, can you guess what it is? Just think about it for a second. If you have to run for the well, alphabet, that's has, fine. A it, through C, blah, blah, blah. It's blah. probably one of those letters that are very odd. So I would say Y. 
I will say Z, maybe. Um, nope. Y is New York. Z, Arizona. Uh, but then X? Nope. No, no, not New Mexico. Texas. Right. So you know what it is? No. Dun, da, da, da. The letter Q. Q. Oh, there wow. There's no yeah, Q see? in any of the U.S. states. Wow. Interesting, huh? No Q. Yeah, definitely. So uh, next is the uh, the spotlight. So um, today for spotlight, we wanted, I wanted uh, to talk about something that it's that's reviving. Uh, it's reviving, and it's something that's interesting because since we with Gypsy Billy, part of Gypsy Billy, twenty five percent of Gypsy Billy is rockabilly music, and that's the fifties. And it's something that me and Tracy we go once in a while uh, in Southern California where we are here. We go to the driving. So the drive in. The drive in. Yes. Not driving, but drive in. Yeah, we drive and we driving, but we drive to the drive in. So with a dash in the middle and no G. So the driving and it's amazing. You can go to the movie, but you can take your car and you go to the driving. We're so cheesy. Like we pack like a picnic and oh, act like like yes. stupid kids. And we're about to do it. And we haven't done one. Uh, in a, about a year and a half, maybe. Yeah. We used to go. We were, we were going pretty regularly. Oh, we were going pretty regularly. But now that it's COVID-19, we're thinking like, oh, we miss going to the movie. I mean, we the big TV is great. I mean, we're enjoying that. But the boy's like, oh, yeah, going to the movie. And then you can picnic a movie. And so the driving is something that. So there's there's a few in the look around. But some so us, we have the Tiki mission. We have the Vine, Vineland the Vineland's driving, which we go usually um, which has the original thing, and of course they all. Oh get, yeah, the snack bar there. Even though you have to be masked up and everything, but the the one at the riverside. Yeah. The um, snack bar is just as it was in the fifties. Nothing has changed. And think, Everything. And think about it. They pride themselves on that. I think they even have a plaque that says it's a protective. Yes. Or something. And we pay ten bucks for two movies. Now, how about that? Ten bucks for two movies. Yeah, but I have to be honest. Sometimes I fall asleep in the second <laughs> one. You guys, well, it's because it's later. It's usually start at ever. But anyway, so and and I just found out too that they are doing now driving concert. Uh, we have a friend in uh, in um, uh, the guys who play violin on our uh, uh, the guys who play violin on our, on our album. He's doing. He lives in uh, in Palm Spring over there in Yucca Valley, and he's doing a, a driving concert. We built a stage. Uh, and he is driving. A, uh, he's doing a driving concert, and I just found out that Bart Paisley, I think, is going to do that in Nashville. And so, look, we have the driving movie. Now we're going to have the driving concert. It's even Bob's big boy in uh, Burbank brought back the car hop service. The car hop service. Yeah. Wow. Like My dad Sonic? used to do that. Was it not Sonic? They still doing it. Like a, I don't think they do car hop though. A Sonic used to do it for a while oh, with, the the, the, um, with the girls in the in with the girls in the. Uh, roller, roller, bla- roller blade. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah, they used to that. Hmm. Anyway, that's fantastic. So they're driving. So so check out your local drive-in theaters. Yeah. See what's going on in there. Now, we're going to close with this amazing quote. Uh, yeah. And it, it just kind of sums it up for me. It actually kind of brought tears to my eyes. The mentor is the needle and the disciple is the thread. When sewing, the needle leads the way through the cloth, but in the end, it is unnecessary. And it's the thread that remains and holds everything together. Wow. Daisaku Ikeda. Which, if you guys... Amazing, amazing quote. If you guys don't know, Daisaku Ikeda is an incredible human being. That's a mentor. That's our mentor. And our spiritual mentor. For life, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. We draw a lot from him. And uh, so... Enjoy your your search for your mentor. Enjoy uh, that podcast. We uh, certainly uh, could say way more things. Oh yeah, but I think that that we probably said up, enough. Let you get on with your day. Yeah, and that's <laughs> and that's sum up that sum up basically our thoughts on 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 mentoring, on receiving, uh, on being a mentor, on being a protege. Uh, don't lose sight of the concept. And ask yourself tough questions. Be willing to hang in there for the long term. Nothing happens easily. So just carry on and take on the hard work. It's the only way to overcome your stuff and to become better. And if you're listening to uh, right now, our album is out. 
Uh, it just came out on July 1st. Yes, we're on Spotify, it, Apple Music, all the major platforms. So The, the title of the album is... Um, Red, White, and Blue, Blue, Gypsy Billy, Volume 4. So it, it has an Americana kind of patriotic feel to it. and uh, Well needed. Well yeah. needed right now with the time that we have. So, of course, you know that uh, this music will never happen with our mentors uh, concerning lyrics or concerning uh, musically. We hold so much to the... Uh, without our mentors, without with. Yeah, without a mentor, with uh, our previous generation. So enjoy the album. You can get it. We'll have a bunch of goodies on YouTube for you too. Um, we have a lot of press coming up and press interviews and stuff. Interviews. So. But keep on and share this podcast. Share it, this podcast. So especially the youth, you know, when you remember when you were young, you had no direction. It's important to remind the youth about the... Uh, um, the concept of mentor and disciple. And if you can take one person on, I remember that, uh, I want to finish with that. I remember that one person asked uh, uh, Nelson Mandela uh, if he had a mentor. And Nelson Mandela was somebody very powerful. And uh, one of the person he was meeting asked him in a question out of nowhere. I remember reading that interview. And he was saying, do you have a protege and mentor? And he said, uh, no, and he worked hard on it, and by the end of his life, he sure did have one. So enjoy and found your mentors and have a great relationship with them. Let us know if you have any questions yeah. or any comments or whatever, and uh, please enjoy your week, your summer. Stay safe, and remember, we are here to help you rock, rock your, your life. life. Celebrate the good times, kick off your shoes. Come on, let's have a good time to try.